Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. I have a marketing schedule. This works really well, by the way. So here's your free tip, okay? Yes. So for a venue, it's um, 50 to 100 people. You wanna do a save a date kind of post. You can say how we want, that's the idea. So 30 days out, save the date, it's coming up. And then 21 days out, you let them know. Three weeks or 21 days out, it's coming up. And then 10 days out, 10 days, you know. Mm -hmm. and you can make them all creative how you want. I mean, be, you're, you are creative if you're a comic, so just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. But those are the marker days out. And then two days out, and then you want to do a thank you post. Hot breath. What's goody, hot breath of verse? We are back with another hot breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I'm your host, comedian Joel Byers, and I am thrilled to present to you this one-of-a-kind podcast today. As you know, our mission is to cultivate the next generation of great comics, and a big part of how we do that is in our Hot Breath Pro Comedian Incubator, and I recently got booked on a run of shows in Virginia from a member of the Hot Breath Pro community. I've been doing comedy over 11 years, and the shows that she produces were some of the most fun and well-run and organized shows I've ever been a part of, so I had to get her on the podcast to help you learn how to produce your own successful shows. The easiest way to connect with Dawn and ask her even more questions is just join Hot Breath Pro and connect with her and other bookers around the world to learn the craft of how you can not only develop your skill set as a comedian, but to also start getting paid to do this. So if that sounds like something that you've been looking for, go into the description of this episode and click Join Hot Breath Pro, and we'll see you over there. But now, we'll see you on the other side of this episode, my friends, as there is only one thing left to do, and that is inhale a hot breath with Dawn Davis Womack. All right. What is goody? Hot Breathiverse, Joeliverse, wherever you're watching this, this is a very special interview we're gonna do today uh, with my guest Don Davis Womack and Bruno here. Oh, just in time, the air cut off just in time. That's perfect. perfect. <laughs> so basically, I've been doing comedy 11 and a half years and uh, Don booked me on her shows here in Virginia with her X2 Comedy production company. And it's, I've never seen shows run like this before. Thank you. So professionally from, I mean, there, I mean, there's <laughs> like every show has all of these notes attached to it and there's a flow and there's, the audiences re are reflective of like your professionalism. So it's, I think it's, as um, we talk about DIY comedy and comedians creating their own shows, I think there's levels to this, and I, I think you're at the top of the level. I've seen a lot of shows, and I think yours is probably the best well run I've ever seen. So um, I guess what you could do, I wanted to pick your brain okay. selfishly as well, right. but also to help other comics. So like, could you give a brief overview of just who you are, your comedy experience, and then get into like X2 and how that started? Okay, yeah. I'm Dawn Davis-Womack. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> 
on a Joel Byers podcast. I know. I yeah. feel lucky today. Dawn is a member of the Hot Breathiverse <laughs> for sure. She's a she's an OG member, so yes. it, this is all serendipitous. Yes, it is. <laughs> you made me better, so thank oh, you. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. You made me better. Yes, and this is uh, Bruno. He's the X2 comedy mascot. <laughs> oh, my dog Guinness He's is going to awesome. be jealous. And I got into comedy to face my fears of doing stand-up. Uh, it'll be five years this December, and I took comedy classes to figure out how to do it and got hired out of my first, uh, out of the graduation showcase, and then have been performing ever since in D.C., L.A., and throughout Virginia. And then in 2018, I decided to start X2 Comedy so we could bring more comedy here to the Valley uh, for the people that live here and also provide more opportunities for comics mm. to have stage time. And then uh, now, it's three years, and this year it launched a podcast called Virginia's for Laughers. And that is a podcast about all things non-hiking in the Shenandoah Valley. <laughs> 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 you know, because we've heard about all of that. Apparently, yeah. Apparently. Hiking's a big deal here. It is. Now comedy is, thanks now to you. Now comedy is, and we interview interesting people that live here, but also the comedians that perform here. Mm -hmm. We had you on the podcast yeah. with Winston yeah, yeah, yeah. a few weeks ago mm -hmm. uh, to promote the show that happened Thursday night at Cross Keys Vineyards. So what year did you start comedy? Did you say your year? Um, that was five years ago, 2016. Five years ago, okay, yeah. cool. So how did X2 like come about? Cause like most comics are like, oh, I wanna start a show. I think this bar has a dark corner we can stand in. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. It's like if they pay me in fries, I'm cool with that. But yeah. like, you're not only putting together a sh like, you're paying people real money yes. as well, which I am eternally grateful for. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so like the the X2 shows, like, did it start with like the name or did it start with a venue? Like, how did you actually say I want to start producing shows in this area to help mm -hmm. comics, but also to help the area? So then, like, what's step one? That is really a great story because I, before I did stand-up comedy, there are a few other actors that live here locally, comedic actors, uh, Jonathan Stewart and John Huffman and Lisa Ha, and we all did some comedy sketch. We wrote comedy sketches, uh -huh. and we put them out there on YouTube. You can see them today. Oh, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't anything regular or anything ongoing, but uh, it's Friendly City Comedy. And out of that, a new brewer in town, well now he's not as new, Jeff Moons from Restless Moons Brewing, has started his brewery and was looking for events. And he had heard of Friendly City Comedy and he messaged Friendly City on Facebook and none of them were active at the moment and we had kind of disbanded. So I just reached out to the other troop members and said, if you don't mind, I just started stand up. I'd love to contact Jeff and see if he would let do if we can do some stand-up there. Yeah. And I reached out to him and he that's how that started. So when you when you do your shows, I mean like how what is because I know I've produced several shows. I've produced open mics and book showcases. But even like I'm I'm kinda I'll be like, all right, well who do I book this month? And then like, okay, how do I market this? And then what's the setup for the show? I mean there's so many different moving mm -hmm. parts. And like what what kind of tips do you have for comics to like put together like a professionally structured show? 
Well, I will say getting advice from other people that run shows. That's mm. what I did first. I had never run a comedy show before. So I reached out to comics that I had met through open mics that I knew were producing shows. And I called them on the phone and said, hey, do you mind sharing with me how you put together a show? And I took notes from all of them. I called about five. Wow. And then okay. there were some common themes between all five of them. And so that's how I started building a structure for... X2 comedy, which well, is constantly evolving. What yeah. were the themes? Yeah, well, the no more than 90 minutes, actually. Yes. Um, because yeah. uh, comedy isn't such an emotional release that when you start going into two hours, it's just too much for people. So ideally somewhere between 75 to 90 minutes. Um, also, how to just basically assess where a comic really is. Lots of times a newer comic will say, I'll say, how many minutes of clean comedy can you do? And they'll say, oh, I can do whatever you want. I can do 35, 40 minutes. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> you could do 35 if every punchline hits. But yeah. if, if, if they start missing, that starts shrinking real quick. Yeah, and it helps to get, if you haven't seen them personally, then you mm -hmm. want to get some video from them. You know, you don't really want to put people on, if you want to produce a quality show, you don't want to put just an unknown yep. commodity out there. So yep. mm -hmm. um, that that was one of the other common themes. And then being there, being professional, showing up an hour before the event, your, or your event starts so you can set it up and have it all ready to go before people pop in. I mean, how you treat it is how your audiences will treat your show. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, how the comics will treat it as well, yes. I would imagine. Yeah. How seriously they take it. Because you're texting us. Mm -hmm. Like you, yeah, they're, you're on top of us of like, mm -hmm. be here at this time and you, you have reminders because, you know, comedians are all it's over like the place. Cats, it really, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah. So you do a great yeah, job of that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And yeah, and you had asked me last night if I had an event planning background. Yeah. I, I do in several arenas. So I was a health and fitness professional for 20 years and had lots of leadership experience there. And then did leadership training for college students at James Madison University. Oh, snap. Yeah. And then um, when my son was in high school, I coordinated a community service organization for athletes and we planned trips to serve Hurricane Katrina victims. And so there's a lot of uh, skills from my previous career lives that have come into play also. But I would say anybody interested in running a show, there's a lot of transferable skills that you have from the job you have now or jobs you've had before in terms of planning and programming that you can bring into producing a show. So how far out are your shows like planned? They can be planned months in advance. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. And then the marketing, a big thing for marketing, that's huge, you know. So the bigger the show, the further out I'll market. And the smaller the show, the closer in I'll market. So okay. if it's at a smaller brewery, you start marketing 21 days, 10 days, two days. But if it's a big event, you know, we had an event at Court Square Theater here in Harrisonburg. And it's a 260-seat theater, and the goal was to sell it out, and we sold it out. Oh, so. my gosh. Whoa. I didn't yeah. realize that. That's yeah. awesome. It was really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Flex. <laughs> right. We sold out a theater. Flex. 
Well, you know, because the goal is laughter is an amazing gift. And mm -hmm. so the more people that are sitting in the audience, the more butts in the seats, the more laughter, the more healing we can do. So it's, it's a, true. The, I have a three-pronged um, commitment or goal, and that is that the audience has a great experience, the comedians have a great experience, and the venue that we're performing at has a great experience. How do you ensure, is there like a checklist within each of them or like what are the features of each of those prongs that like you make sure you uphold? Communication's huge and communication is in marketing out through social media and our newsletter and through the venues. Their reach out to their community and communicating with the venues what it is that I plan to send out there for marketing. Um, so they have access to that too so they can put it out to their community. So communication, communication with the comics from mm -hmm. beginning to end with their contract and expectations and when to show up, you know, th they'll get a text two days before they show up and I kind of run through where you're supposed to be, what the address is. And, you know, I do have kind of a checklist and on that, I showed that to you on my phone. Yeah. 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 So yeah. each venue is a special text thread created just for that event for the comics performing in that show. So how, what, what kind of tips do you have? Cause you produce several shows for like an optimal like venue. What do you mean by that? So what, cause I mean, shows can come and go, mm -hmm. but you seem to have developed relationships with the people you're working mm -hmm. with. And so it's more like a mutual exchange as opposed to yes. like, you didn't jump in somewhere to try to get like, no. get a quick lick mm -hmm. as we say in the game. Yeah. Uh, that means money. Nothing cancelable <laughs> happening on that phrase. That's a little ATL slang type of thing. We're clean comedy. Here. Yeah, this, and X2's clean comedy as well, which is an intentional part of the branding. So that's yeah. another differentiator you have. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, it's uh, with our brand of clean, clean comedy, it's clean comedy PG-13. Because we want to be a place where clean comics that work clean exclusively can work with uh, comics that work blue or dirty, but can do a clean set. Now we're all on the same stage. So the PG-13 is there because I do find that my dirty comics line up clean. So if something slips out, we're covered by the brand of the PG-13, yeah. So what, what do you look for in a venue? That's a great question. I actually look for collaboration and people that like having events at their venue. So what I mean by collaboration is I like to um, look at venues that are doing a lot of different kinds of events. So that means they're open to trying something new. Mm -hmm. So I'll approach people that may not have thought about having comedy at their venue before and say, hey, what if we got together and talked about what comedy would look like at your venue and create a win-win. So tonight, actually, Joel is going to another event. Uh-huh. It is comedy and Kazuma night at Friendly City Dance Room because that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, we've done a we've done a winery, an yep. upscale winery. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was at like the Biltmore or something. <laughs> and then we did a farm. Just in, uh, we did a farm. Yep, last night. Last night a farm, and yep. then yeah, tonight we're doing like a dance hall, I yep. guess. So yep. that's another part that like was like had my curiosity going of just the yeah. diversity of venues as well you know yes. it's and it's very it's very impressive so i'm excited to see what tonight brings for <laughs> sure yeah it's gonna be two parts dance lesson two parts comedy show so we'll do a dance lesson then 
part half comedy show and then the other half of the dance lesson and then Joel's gonna close out the night for us. Oh no, no one's open. <laughs> no one's a buffer between me and the dancing. It's just me. Oh, Chris is gonna be for you. Oh, okay. So yeah. he's gonna take. He's, he's gonna... gonna get five minutes. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that'll work. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm not complaining now. Wait, did no one? <laughs> Excuse me. In the contract. Um, <laughs> it was in that text that I was so impressed that she sends out on like a very diligent basis. It was in that text where she told me. If you get on our show, yeah. read that text. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So how, because how, this is something for me, if I could um, like selfishly ask, like I've been running a monthly show at a brewery and I just started also doing a weekly open mic there on Wednesdays, hoping maybe that'll be a way to discover new talent for the showcase, but mm -hmm. also build awareness that we're doing comedy there. But for the showcase itself, it's like the first one was like really big, and then it's kinda, maybe it's, I mean, they've all had some, they've all had people there. Mm -hmm. You know, like maybe like the last one maybe had like 40 or so, and it's like a local brewery in like a small town, so there's not much else going on, mm -hmm. so I feel like we could easily sell out every time, but mm -hmm. there's, um, I don't know. What kind of tips do you have? I'm kind of at a plateau right now with it. Okay. Well, I would ask, uh, what, how are you selecting your comedians? Um, right now it's, it's ones that I know and familiar that'll put on a good show. So okay. I'm sure to put on quality talent for sure. Okay. And how many do you have? I usually do five. Even that's like, I like the show to be 75 minutes. Okay. So I kind of book it that way and give each person time based on that timeline. So okay. I do that. Okay. So it's not the talent. How is mm -hmm. your marketing? It's not. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how can I market it? What do I need to do? And some good marketing tips that I'll be happy to share with people Please. so they can all have more laughter. Okay, so let's take, uh, how many people can you see in this place? We'll do a real live example. Yeah, so it, I mean, when I did it pre-pandemic, we had 100 people in there. Oh, okay. That was the most we ever had, yeah. And then COVID hit immediately after that. Okay. All right, well, let me ask you, when is the first time people hear about it, and where do you put the information out? The first time people hear about it, yeah, I mean, just thinking about even, I have a showcase next weekend, and I don't know if people have heard about it yet. So there's something to that. I think they're, I think we're learning something today. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of like when a comic asks me, "How do? Why is it this joke working?" And I was like, "Well, have you done it on stage? Uh, did you record your set?" So it's all these fundamentals, I guess. That like we always, I guess we always want like a silver bullet, but mm -hmm. it's the work is the silver bullet. Work as a silver boy. And here's a tip then. I started, uh, I have a marketing schedule. This works really well, by the way. So here's your free tip, okay? Yes. So for a venue, it's um, 50 to 100 people. You want to do a save a date kind of post. And you can say it how you want, but that's the idea. So 30 days out, save the date. It's coming up. And then 21 days out, you let them know. Three weeks or 21 days out, it's coming up. And then 10 days out. 10 days, you know, and mm -hmm. you can make them all creative how you want. I mean, be, you're, you are creative if you're a comic, so just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. But those are the marker days out. And then two days out, and then you want to do a thank you post. And let them know when the next one's going to be, especially if it's monthly. And then if you want to increase the butts and the seats, 
already have that ticket leak live. Mm -hmm. So when you do the thank you post, if you actually can go to, I hired a social media person, you can go to X2 Comedy and look at the example post yeah. just put out from last night's show. And she'll, you'll see that she put the ticket link to the next month's show in the thank you post. So that's a free tip for you guys so we can all get more laughter out there. And yeah. when you say let them know, is that like... The audience. But you're, are you posting on social media? Is mm -hmm. the venue emailing this out to their newsletter yes. as well? Yes. Like who, yeah, how are you, what are all these channels? So you have a lot of different channels. That's actually a good tip from the people that produce shows that they shared with me. So I'll share that with you too. So I have a list actually that I've made and I call it an advertising list since so I have like a check it off. So the, I will do it through social media. Um, we have Facebook and Instagram, but whatever your social media outlets are, we have a newsletter. And then the venue will do the same on their social media and in their newsletter. We also post flyers around town. And then we're, their age community will have online calendars. So you can get on the, your local community's online calendars and do that. Here we have Massanutten Resort. So people at Massanut Resort like to do in-town activities. So you may have some other things like that in your community, but I made friends with the people over there that get that information out to all their guests. Mm. So that's something to think about. What is it, what is it that you have available in your community? If you are you're in a tourist area, that's bonus for you because then you can reach out to the different people that want the tourists to know that, the, that are staying at their place, that there are things going on. So that's another great tip too. Will you reach out to them like to to get in with these like like touristy if it's like the resort or whatnot? Mm -hmm. You just do you just go and talk to them? Actually, I have an email communication with them. Uh huh. So I'll take actually I took um, just a section of my newsletter that I put out to my own people and copy pasted that and sent it out to my friends at Massanutten Resort. They pass it out. Yeah. So and you do you do all the designing and then you so you make it easy for the venues like you do all the designing and then they just yes. help distribute and that some of the venues do their own marketing it just really depends and that's back to the communication so I offer that to every venue but then some venues have their own people or some organizations have their own people so they like to create their own and I use Canva mm -hmm. and if you're not familiar with that it makes you look like a better designer than you are because I drew anything it'd be stick figures <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Canva's great and it's so, free okay, too yeah, they have a yeah, free yeah. option what about like and press releases for big and new big new events those are great press so, releases press is, you know, yeah press release so you, you write a press release about your event uh -huh. and then send it to different um, news outlets and let them know about it about 10 days before the event unless it's huge but oh. if it's new and different that can really help too so if you're starting a new monthly event somewhere, then you find out what are all your online and paper printed news sources and send them a press release about your event. What's, that, in, a, yeah. what's in a press release? It's like the, in, like the logo and then like a description of the show and all of it's that? A write, it's like an article about your event. So you write up a news article, like you would become a journalist for oh. your own event. That's a press release. And then they'll release it? Yeah. Whoa. So it sounds like from, not all the time, you know, but yeah. you write it and send it out. I would send it out to about 10 or 12 people and then it gets out in the newspaper or online news. Mm -hmm. So I, what I'm thinking is like, it seems like in my, it's like a small town where I do my show. So I could do one, there's like a rec center there. So I could 
go yeah. and see if I can hang up posters there or something. Mm -hmm. And then like any local publications in that city or the surrounding cities, mm -hmm. I could send a press release to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I was going to say, to help yourself get organized, put that... I started out by putting the 30-day, 21, 10, 2-day in my Google Calendar. First in a paper planner, but now I use a Google Calendar. Mm -hmm. But now that we have multiple events, I use a prod free project management software called Trello. So each show has its own card on Trello to keep track of all of that. So I can coordinate with my social media person. And she has access to it, too, so she knows what days to post reminders. So the, the private question everyone is wondering is money. Mm. And, um, and you're, you're paying real money, which is so nice. And, I believe in that. And you have real... <laughs> yeah. And that's... I'm, I'm super excited about that because there's, there is... And I see it a lot in the Hot Breathiverse. Everyone that's producing shows that like I'm familiar with in the Hot Breathiverse... They're all making sure comics are getting paid and getting paid fairly as mm -hmm. well. So I'm glad this like that's starting to become a new wave within mm -hmm. comedy is like comics producing their own shows, but also making sure comics get paid what they're worth as well. So how yeah, the payment, that's probably like the mm -hmm. biggest question people are gonna have. So how do you when you're negotiating pay with a venue, yeah, like what is your what's your MO there? What's your system. I love to talk about this because I think yes. <laughs> I think this is a good moment for us all to really help each other and support each other. Mm -hmm. um, the the reality for a producer is they work out a deal with a venue and the venue has an idea in mind about a budget they want to pay and or can't afford. And so to have a show sometimes that's what you're limited to. So that means the producer is limited in terms of what they can pay the talent. So when I started, um, my budget was $150 <laughs> so at, for a show. At that brewery show? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've for heard that, initially. though. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so you got to work within that, and that means that you're not going to be able to pay some talent what they're really worth. Mm -hmm. And I would say to that... Just because we're limited in what we can pay you doesn't say that we value you any less or think you're worth less. It's just we're not going to pay $500 out of pocket if our budget's $150. Bucks. Of course. You see what I'm saying? Of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that means that your, your budgets are going to vary in terms of venue. So the Thursday night show you were in, that's a premier show for us. And so we can invest more in talent and you can see that and then the lower budgets we'll still have great talent on that but you have to just shuffle the cards to make the whole thing work and put the puzzle pieces together you just pay what you can pay and you let people know that's what i've told them i was mm -hmm. like I, I initially i'm starting out i'm gonna pay you as much as i can and when i can pay you more and put you on another show where i can do that i just i will do that ask winston he'll tell you yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of your He'll shows. He'll tell you, he stuck with me. He was a hometown hero. He said, I hero. cut my word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah, he was a hometown hero here. Yeah. And mm -hmm. yeah, you're, you're, so yeah, you're comedy fans here, which was so inspiring. Yeah, pay varies based on what you can work out. So I work out flat fees, door deals, and it depends. And, mm -hmm. so, you know, there's going to be a difference between what the budget is for a nonprofit organization versus a vineyard 
or you know a premier vineyard they're gonna have different funds available and you work within that so yeah. where where would you start like i i had another brewery actually reach out to me actually this week actually since i've been here about like maybe doing a show at their place and i mm -hmm. looked at other events they do and um, they do like some like trivia and they have like a band that comes in so would you recommend like i just i do you first ask what would be your budget for this and then like negotiate from there oh maybe we should do a door deal instead but eat but if their other events don't have a door deal or cover you know that's kind of a difference for people used to coming there and getting free entertainment if now there's a cover there could be a mental block there Mm -hmm. Maybe. Oh. I think it really depends on where you are, too, in your comedy journey. So you have a lot of experience running shows. So mm -hmm. for you, it's going to be a lot easier for you to go to a venue and a way to answer your question. You could say, um, if you haven't done comedy here before, what is it that you typically pay your music talent here? Like, mm -hmm. what is your typical budget for them? And, and they're gonna give you a kind of a ballpark. And then sometimes they may say, there's a negotiation art skill to all of this, by the way. Okay. Because they may not <laughs> tell you, and they might say, well, what are you willing to take, you know? Right. So you just focus on, you want if you have your heart in creating a win-win for them, then you'll be able to talk that out. You just need to know what you can take less than, or maybe even just start like I did with people that, we're willing to trust you and build with you knowing that down the road you would bring them back when you can pay them more and that's kind of how i've started because i was an unknown commodity even as a comedian my first show that i did for restless moons i could maybe do 10 minutes of comedy solid yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> at best i can do a yeah. lot more than that but yeah at best <laughs> solid and a half <laughs> <laughs> We're rounding up to 10 there for sure. We're rounding up. Oh, and I would also save you, Crow, to, uh, I learned this tip from Robert Mack, and I'm very thankful, and he's actually seen me do that the last two nights. Is if you're gonna be a producer growing a uh, presence in your own community, that means your community is seeing you all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. So your best, approach to help yourself and your production company is to give that time to the talent that you're bringing in and you host and just do like five minutes mm -hmm. uh, and and graciously give that time to them because again they're seeing you all the time all the time all the time you can take your longer sets out of town and and bless the comics that are coming in mm -hmm. to help you make the show and it will make you better too so what would you say you like can actually build a whole new 30 minutes Pretty relatively quickly if you approach it that way. Just doing like small chunks every yeah, time? Yeah, you can build five minutes, type fives at a time and help yourself build as a new comic with new material while you're helping other comics get more stage time. So would what would be, yeah. I, yeah, I'm trying to like, as we're landing the plane, because we're going to do about 30 minutes here, because we're about to go. Dawn is housing me yeah. here. We're in the man cave. We're, and we're, we're in the man cave here. man cave, yeah. And then we're about, yeah, we're about to go get ready for the show. Mm -hmm. So, like, are there are there any, like, is there anything we didn't touch on? Or is there something you wish you knew when you started that you could kind of leave mm -hmm. us with? Something I wish I knew when I started. Oh, it's just like, <laughs> trust me, it's just like doing cond uh, condoms. <laughs> doing condoms? I thought this was a clean show, Dawn. Goodness, great. I guess it would be a clean show, actually, if you're talking about condoms. I yeah. Have no 
idea what Heavens to Betsy, Don. You're going to get us canceled on this one. Clean comedy PG-13. Yeah, PG-13, y'all. PG-13, yeah. No, what I meant to say, it's just like me. Anything you want to leave us with, Don? Condoms. Use your condoms, kids. You're talking about microphone condoms, right? For Absolutely. That's what you're talking about. Totally was thinking that. Yep. Totally think it. No, seriously, but it is like being a comic and growing as a comic. You get to a point sometimes where you're like, why am I doing this? What am I doing with my life? You know, no one likes what I say. That joke didn't kill. You know, you can beat yourself up a lot. And the same thing can happen with producing comedy shows. And there is a cycle, just so you know it's normal. Get really excited about the event that's coming up. And then as it leads closer and closer, you're like, oh, I wish there were more tickets and butts in the seat. Will the seat thing even happen? Is anybody gonna show up? Yeah. And then you get there and it's a great time. And if, you, if you've put the right, if you've invested in it, if you will build it, they will come. So then the event goes really well, and then you're on a high, and you can't wait to do the next one, and then the cycle starts all over again. So if you're feeling stressful 10 days toward the show, that's normal. That's just normal. I wish I would have known that. And then just like a comedian, you just get knocked down and pick yourself up and get up again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm starting to realize, yeah, it's, your show seems to be a reflection of the amount of effort you put into it. Yes. Because as I'm talking about my show, I'm like, you know, that tracks with how much energy I'm putting into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially the marketing. <laughs> the marketing. Yeah. So that seems to be as if we could like encapsulate everything. Yeah. It seems like finding a venue that you have a mutual interest in, like you both want to help this show win. Mm -hmm. um, marketing, be marketing, like, you know, have a marketing schedule and be marketing like 30 days out and mm -hmm. have like a schedule leading up to it. Mm -hmm. And booking a solid, like, lineup. Don't just book all your friends. Like, book people that are funny that are going to create a quality product for you. Mm -hmm. And when it all comes right. to pay, you can do, like, a, if, they already, if they do other events, because that's kind of the venues you want to approach, is one's already doing events. So you ask them what their deal is with them mm -hmm. and get a ballpark estimate there. Like, is all yours flat rates or do you do mm -hmm. door deals? No, door deals and flat rates. Yeah. Door deals and flat rate. So tonight's door deal. Mm -hmm. um, last night was flat rate. Thursday night was half and half. So, half and half. Yeah. So there's a fee and a door deal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like my, my brewery show is $15 and it includes a free beer. And um, they get five and I get the 10 of that. Okay. That's so that, good. that was just like a baseline. Mm -hmm. Something they had done like previously, and I was like, "Yeah, let's just do that." But that's really my only experience with that. So yeah, and cool. a couple things to that, I would say, um, with your friends who are in comedy, and you see, I will I will put someone who someone on who could do five minutes as long as they're good, mm -hmm. you know. And yeah. that that my husband's a great example. He actually just started doing stand up three months ago. He's great. And, and he's really just he's a funny. natural. Yeah, he's funny. So, but he's brand new, so he's got about seven minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's the time he gets on the stage. But And I think that's great because you can help people. We can all help raise up more killer comics like Winston Hodges if we'll just meet people where they're at. Mm -hmm. And, the you know, a lot of the comedy club model will be you have an opener, they do 10 minutes, the feature does 25, and the headliner does 45. Well, who said we had to, you know, comics break rules all the time. So you can fill in that show and put 
give those newer comics more stage time and then two, three months or a year from now, they're gonna be ready to do 15, 25 minutes for you. And you put them ahead of other people that'll make them better because they can see that and grow in that experience. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, this did not disappoint. This was awesome. Yeah. Where can people like support you and check out what X2 has going on and all that? Well, we didn't even talk about the podcast you helped me with. So the, that's, your podcast? Yeah, the podcast. That's another good marketing That's another good channel. marketing yeah. too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can follow me on Facebook, Don Davis Womack Comedian. I could use some love. Mm -hmm. This is why I hired a social media person. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then, <laughs> as your shows are fine. Your yeah. shows are working. Please. <laughs> They're like all sold out. You're like, I don't know how to tweet. <laughs> don't. Like, it's all right. But you can follow X2 Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. You can go to our website, x2comedy.com. You can reach out to me, book x 2 comedy at gmail.com. And yeah, what else? Oh, and the podcast, Virginia's for Laughers with X2 Comedy, which I have to give him a lot of credit for. Dab. Because I wasn't even, I put a lot of thought into it and had it all worked out, you know. It, for for us, it's uh, not really like a comedy podcast per se. We talked about that a little bit earlier. All things non-hiking in the Shannon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but it's a great synergy because some of our podcast episodes will be comedians coming on. We can promote an upcoming show. Mm -hmm. But then it can be other things that happen around here. So this week's episode is going to be the people that run the point of view alpaca farm and you where you can go walk alpacas <laughs> and that's going to be an episode i have a rapper that's going to be on an episode pretty and soon and they were at the alpaca people were at your show last night in fact this is how you do it so uh, tonight's show and this is a really great example just be open you are creative you are a comic so just think outside the box those alpaca people were there last night and they love the show. It's the second time they've come to the farm show. And I said, hey, you ever thought about doing something with the alpacas and comedy? We could do a comedy show with the alpacas. Now, I know that <laughs> sounds crazy, but you know what? It's going to happen. They want to do it. And that's, that's how tonight's event happened, too. I went to an event at Friendly City Dance Room, and I loved the people. And I said, hey, you ever thought about having comedy in the dance room? And they are like, no. I was like, Good, let's get together and talk about it. And then I find out from the venue what it is they need mm. to help their business. And then I come with my ideas about how we can complement that and combine comedy with their business. Yeah, that's something you said earlier. It's like mm -hmm. you want there needs to be, you want to have like an invested interest in their business. Mm -hmm. It's not like you're trying to take from them. You're actually mm -hmm. trying to do the show to add to their business. And it seems mm -hmm. that synergy is what really yes. creates the opportunity. Yes, the synergy, creating win-wins. Makes think, sense. Think of it like that, creating win-wins. And that's why it's comedy in Kazumba because they really see this venue sees that being a dance form that's going to get po more popular. So they wanted to combine comedy with that to promote that dance form. I, don't wanna, I need to ask my venue what they're wanting. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Ask your venue what they're looking for. It could be, I need so many people uh, to show up tonight. So then you know where your focus is to create a great show in terms of what they want. Like the farm show, their goal is they want to basically double it mm. uh, next summer when we do it. So now we have an, I know that they have a target for a number of people and that will impact how I work with my social media person and advertising to meet those goals. Cause when they're happy, 
When your venue is happy and you've created a great show, you can get monthly shows, more shows. And what does that mean? More opportunities for you to grow, more opportunities for comics. Boom. That's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Don Davis Womack. <laughs> you killed it. Yeah. Thanks. Nice job. All right. Thanks for cool. being on Hot Breath. I was on Hot Breath. <laughs> I have like 32 subscribers on my YouTube. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, you're great. You're killing. But the, none of the, you're selling out shows. That's that's what really matters. Not yeah. the vanity metrics. You have people that care, that are coming to your shows over and over again. They're fun. Someone brought a gift to Winston. The, yeah. It was like a Winston homecoming, and then yeah. I'm like, who am I? What is this? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad it turned out all right. And I, I really introduced you so well by telling everybody that the household name not going to be a household name yep. because he is. She introduced, <laughs> after, after Winston got off stage, after he murdered, she goes, give it up for Winston. He's going to be a household name. Don't you agree? And there was like, yeah. And then she's like, all right, and you're headliner <laughs> all right, from that's Atlanta. That's a bit of an exaggeration. It was a bit of an exaggeration. You still gave me a good intro. But now forever, <laughs> I can always, whenever I come back, and when I am a household name, we will always have this joke to yeah, um, we fall will. back on. That's going to be right. awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, Don. Thanks yeah. for helping. You helped yeah. a lot of people today. I hope so. If I can help you in any other way, let me know. Awesome. All right. Goodbye, and I'm always everyone. looking for comics. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a submission form or anything for comics I right do, now? actually. So you can message me and I'll send you a form. Perfect. Mm -hmm. All right. Get All out right. of here, comics. Thank you, Dawn. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. There it is, hot brother and sisterin. You now have the sauce to produce your own successful shows. Now it's just time to get to work. If you want to get more feedback on producing your own shows and get held accountable to actually start producing the show, doing all this work, it can be hard to do it alone, but we've created Hot Breath Pro to be that community to help you be accountable, to be motivated, to get the resources you need to start getting paid in this game. So if that's what you're looking to do, go into the description of this episode and click Join Hot Breath Pro, and I'm so excited to see what shows you all start creating out there. But until then, we'll have another podcast for you next Monday. But get to work. We'll see you on the other side right here on Hot This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.